You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Dude, I go on these cycles of like forgetting I have wild game and my, you know, we're living very similar to I know your lifestyle where it's like, oh God, it's five o'clock and I don't know what we're eating for dinner. And uh, I thought you were smelling your fingers, but you were checking. (laughs) (laughs) I thought so. So we, uh, no one knows what's happening if you're listening, but Jacob just, um, pulled up his two fingers which is how we check to make sure the mic is an appropriate distance away from your face and it i i did i thought he had already done that because we started recording and uh, i thought he was just sniffing his fingers so do y'all remember that old mtv promo with the guy that would sniff his finger no i remember uh, that, the snl girl that would with Molly Shannon's yeah, character that yeah. would check her pits. No, I'll find that MTV thing for you later. I but anyways. Have, I did have a buddy one time uh, who came up, and he's like, man, that cigar I just smoked was weird. Smell my finger, and he stuck it up, and it was like pure butthole. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, Uncensored we do every week, and we choose who's going to be on it and try to come up with a topic. And for this one, Brad sat here for about five minutes wondering how we would kick off this episode I, of Uncensored. <laughs> and I was going and there. What a way we've kicked off this I was this going episode. there until uh, we we went to that. So, uh, yeah. no, yeah, I, 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 wanted to, um, I wanted to see if you're like this. So I, I have, at any given moment, I have a freezer full of wild game. Uh, it's starting to get pretty – no, I'm not worried uh, yet. Like, if I don't kill a deer by December, I might be starting to get depleted on some stuff. But, like, I, I last year, I, I went real heavy on grind because I realized, like, I love the roast, but they take so long to thaw. And with my lifestyle, I'm like, oh, man, it's 5 o'clock, and I've forgotten to make dinner. And I can pull out a flattened pack of one-pound grind, and I can make that tonight, right? Like, I can get it slightly thawed out quickly. Or I've even do you, do you microwave thaw or do you? No, dude. I even the other day I didn't have any time, and I took a full frozen, flat thing of uh, meat, threw it in the oven or the the skillet with some butter, and just started flipping it over, scraping yeah. off the cook. And it's like I honestly couldn't tell that much of a difference. Um, I mean, it's that's better than the microwave because I feel like the microwave makes it it gets mushy, nasty. It gets mushy. So this it turned out the other day like the frozen block thing was fine. I can't remember if we were making. I think I was making tacos. But a lot of times I'll overcommit, and that's what I've done right now. And and then I'll, I'll pull out like three giant roasts, and I'm like, "That's barbacoa. That's a that's gonna be just a smoked roast because it's a football roast." And then that blah blah blah. I like plan it all out in my head, and then I don't do it. And then at the end of it, I'm like, "Oh God, this has been thawing out for like ten days." Gotta like cook I, it. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of there right now, and that I have all these deer hearts that have been in my freezer, mm. and I was like, "Dude." I got to just pull these things out and go. And now I'm sitting here and like, I've got a lot going on right now. Tonight I've got a bunch of kids activities. Uh, my parents have been in town and, um, 
I'm just like, I don't know when I'm going to smoke these things. I almost called Derek to be like, dude, do you want three deer hearts? Cause you know, you got probably a more, more time when you're off, when, he, when Derek's off, you know, he's got days to, to kind of do what he wants, but then he's probably going hunting or something. So anyways, I'm trying to, I, I need to like smoke some deer hearts tonight. Do you, I can't f- even do it tonight. I'm going to have to wake up at like five o'clock in the morning tomorrow to smoke these things. Is your freezer, uh, in the garage or basement? basement. Or? So some mine, I always forget to go down there and see. See what's in there. Have no. you brined them? No. <clears throat> you could throw them in some brine for a couple of days. Yeah, that might help, like, extend them a little bit. Be some salt yeah. on them. Have you brined hearts? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Uh, Jeremiah's recipe. Jeremiah's got a heart brine? Yeah. Okay. So um, I'll have to find it to, to send it to you. But but even then, I'm like, okay, now I get to the weekend, and I've got a Cub Scout camp out all weekend. Like, I don't know when I'm going to do this. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you might find somebody that wants them. The, in the next three, you buy yourself three days. I, I I probably pulled them out over the weekend, so it's been three or four days. They probably just truly got thawed out yesterday. If I brined them right now, I could probably smoke those on Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. This I get weekend would dude. Be I used to not be worried about food stuff, and then the internet has changed my mind on this. I used to like eat leftovers a week late, whatever, you know, not worry about it. But I've seen like three random articles lately. Where like a kid reheats pasta and died from bacteria. There's like some kind of pasta virus that forms in leftover pasta, and then another one with <laughs> rice the other day. And I'm like, dude, I do that all the time. And these are healthy people that just kill over from some kind of bacteria that forms in reheating leftovers. Man, I like to roll the dice. Yeah, if I can survive on reheated spam many times in my childhood, Wait, you reheat spam? Oh yeah, dude, for sure. First of all, who has spam leftovers? It's only a little can. <laughs> oh uh, no, we have spam you leftovers. Wait, you eat spam still? Today? Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. That was a that was a. Do you grill it? Statement. Uh, but usually cut it up, cube it, and pan saute and fry it. Yeah, okay. pan fry. It. Okay, I'm okay with that. What do you eat it with? Usually breakfast foods, eggs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I that's so it, you're kind of treating we'll it like a summer do sausage. Like a, a red beans and rice and spam. Ooh, cornbread. Throw some cornbread in there. Like in the red, like mix it up. Like, no, not together. Oh, but, but on the plate yeah. sometimes. Spam's probably single-handedly responsible for American heart disease. I have to buy the low sodium because the it's, regular kind dude, that I used to eat is it's too much. There's so much packed into those things. Yeah. And that's what, that is what causes, uh, you know, for a long time people were worried about, you know, I think there was some confusion in wild, wild game and heart disease. People were like, oh, oh, but red meat causes heart disease. And it's like, yeah. When you load it full of cure salt and sugar, and you're putting that stuff in your gut, and your body's like freaking out about how to operate, you're basically like it's like pouring salt on a slug instead of your intestines. Yeah, you know, salting the slug from the inside out. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna trash talk spam and spam <laughs> Hormel. If you're listening, and you're looking for a sponsor or to sponsor. You're gonna someone. sponsor spam. <laughs> be spam's yeah. influencer. You think yeah. uh, if they reach out, it'll go to your spam? It'll be like, I'll post a video of every time I skunk out hunting, which is every time. <laughs> and then it'll just me be being sad, eating a can of Spam. It's like the, the sad truck. trombone. Loading. <laughs> just time for some Spam. <laughs> <laughs> just loading like a hundred cans of it into your freezer for the winter. Uh, anyways. I uh, grew up eating, uh, vi- I think I say this wrong. We always call them Viney Weenies. Vienna? I, yeah, but we call them Viney. Vainies. Vainies. Like, weenies. Vainies weenies. Hold on. Oh, like, that's what we call them. Don't judge me. Uh, but that, and then the, like, ultimate nasty-ass canned meat, which is just potted meat. The Hormel can, yes. canned beef. Yeah. Well, I, 
it's not beef, dude. It's, it's like, like meat product. It's yeah. byproduct yeah. that they couldn't do anything else with. And like, I don't know, just grind it's it like up and see if. meat, yeah. Yeah, potted we, we meat. literally called it potted meat growing yeah. up. And my papa would eat this stuff all the time. And I would come into the kitchen. He'd be sitting there with a can of potted meat and those orange peanut butter crackers and yep. scooping them. And it, like, it was actually really good as a kid. And I would probably still really enjoy it right now <laughs> if you had some. How old How old? How old is your papa? Uh, then or, or how long did he live? How long did he live? Uh, he was like 83, I think. Case in point. Listen, man, I mean, my, uh, died of champions. My, my granny, <laughs> Key to longevity. My, my granny, which was my great grandmother lived to like 93 and she dipped religiously. <laughs> like it was the craziest thing. I've, I've never seen another, I, I, I'm sure women do dip, but I've never met another woman that does. But my granny was the best at it. She would buy – I don't know if she bought it in this or put it in this, but she would have uh, – it wasn't like dip, like can dip like we think of. Uh, it was the snuff. snuff. And so it was in a big medicinal container. Like it looked like a giant pill bottle. And she'd keep this long spoon. And she would, we'd come in and she'd sit down <laughs> and she would pull this lip out. And I think like from 90 years of doing this, her lip was just, you know, <laughs> especially stretchy. But, dude, she would put the biggest spoonful of that stuff you've ever seen in your mouth, yeah. and she lived to 93. Yeah. Yeah. So you've heard it here first, kids. Tobacco and Tobacco, spam, spam potted meat. I, I, I kind of started off hating on the meat, but now I'm like, I don't know. It worked for the last generation. Yeah. I like it. Everything in, in – uh, I don't dislike it. It's, the regular is too salty for me. Yeah. But going back to your cooking up wild game, I have plenty of wild game. The thing I don't have is sides. Uh, you know, I don't – I have, like, frozen green beans or rice, but I never have any fresh sides. So I was like, oh, I could cook up this meat, and then I, like, look to see, we, do I have any fresh potatoes? No. Wait, potatoes is, any? like, the easiest thing because they don't go bad. I mean, oh, they, they do go bad They do house. eventually. Well, well, but you're talking like you don't live two minutes from a grocery store. You're, you're just meaning like you can't – you don't plan for it. We don't plan. And well, we've like, been trying to change that. We, we leave – like there's certain things we'll just buy in bulk, like potatoes, and have them – and so now i got a meat and i got a potato, and maybe i got something in the fridge. I, but if not, we'll just do meat and potatoes sometimes. Yeah, but you got the kiddos that can work through that stuff. It's just me no. and Amanda. No, dude. My kids are – When I eat by myself, I could just eat meat. Like I don't eat yeah. any sides. Yeah, true. We, we've kind of just gotten to, like, often. survival in that situation. I was like, well, guess we're not eating a green tonight. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll give the kids a bag of frozen. Anyways, <laughs> we really went. I, I didn't know where this was going to go. I'm hungry now. The Thanks. one thing, The one thing we knew we were going to talk about, we still haven't talked about, uh, which, speaking of sponsorship, there's my segue. It was Ooh, too late. Yeah. I think it was two minutes late, though. I should have done it, like, when you said it. And then we would have avoided talking about potatoes. Um we were going to share some fun stuff that. So we haven't really. We've been talking about hunting season. And I thought you said we we're going to be sponsored by Gunbroker. We are sponsored by Gunbroker. Gun That's a good point. I thought that was the lead in. That is a good point to stop for a moment and just say that we're so grateful for being sponsored by Gunbroker.com. And uh, if you haven't checked out, I got I got to shout out the show that we also do with Gunbroker.com, which is a combination of us three idiots uh, sitting down with real experts who actually know things. Um, Logan Medish, or uh, what was his nickname for himself the other day? Uh, uh, Loganoff. Beef Loganoff. Beef Loganoff. Beef Loganoff. <laughs> uh, w- which we all have a lot of. Uh, we'll keep this a little more censored on where those jokes went to. Um, <laughs> but the you know Logan is the host. 
we usually have somebody rotating in and out from gun broker. Sometimes they're bringing in their other teammates. We had Smith and Wesson. Um, you guys are, where's the, where's the next one going to be? They're going down to Arkansas. To Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Walther and Daisy. Yeah. And so museum, someone's museum, a field museum. Marshall's U S Marshall's museum. US Marshall. That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, the show's really taken off and, um, if you're not, if you enjoy this kind of banter about spam and, you know, potatoes, you would really like no low ballers. <laughs> you will actually enjoy. Yeah, you would actually yeah. enjoy learning things. No, it's it's cool because we come in there uh, and, you know, we'll, we'll do an episode about, like, pop culture guns. And I'm there. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm a Han Solo fan. But Logan's like, yeah, but did you know? And then he tells you the gun that that gun was modified from and all the things it's sold for. And, hey, even these rubber replicas sell for this amount of money. And it's it's a it's a really cool podcast. And yeah, so, I was gonna say it's the opposite of this podcast. This podcast is a bunch of dummies that don't. It's know like anything the five percent of this podcast that's good. And then they are very intelligent people that know a lot. And then sometimes I'll get on there and just ask my dumb questions. They're like, "That's not at all how this thing is." I, <laughs> I literally <laughs> sit there and listen. They just rattle off model numbers for firearms yeah. from a hundred years ago from memory. Like, and, and then they just heard they'll about screw them. something up and they'll kick themselves and they'll be like, "Oh, that was that was." Dwight White that invented the 1893, <laughs> not Richard. I'm such an idiot. Yeah, you yeah. know? <laughs> you're like, what? Yeah. I would have never known. Just kept going. But anyways, Gunbroker. Yeah. We, we Thank s- you, Gunbroker. Nice, Shout out nice to Gunbroker. Nice segue into that. Uh, if you don't have your deer rifle, go get it. Go get it. So the we haven't talked about Go Wild and kind of what's going on there. Um, we had a I – don't, I don't know if you guys mentioned it. I think we did, actually. I think it was on an episode where we – like, on the Go Wild side, one thing we've been working on this year – is more brands and more brands and more brands and more brands. Uh, back in September, we introduced 250 camping brands, camping, hiking, uh, outdoor gear. We got like b- climbing. We got some, uh, but like bike, there's, there's bike racks and roof racks and car accessories. And, um, I think we pulled in some fitness stuff or am I, yeah, kind of like the out. ultra marathon trail run type yep. stuff. Yeah. But there's, there's a lot of like, we have tents, we have <clears> sleeping <throat> bags now and like things that hunters are already buying, uh, but they're kind of more ancillary, you know, things that are a little bit outside of that. We got a lot of consumables. Category. We got a lot of batteries and field backpacking spray food. and backpacking food and, you know, Dutch ovens and like all kinds of cool stuff now. So, our that, Dutch ovens are. Everyone's that, looking at our Dutch ovens. The, the uh, so w- that w- that was a big effort from Go Wild, and we have been working on this. Uh, it's not really top secret product, but we've been working on another product of Go Wild that's not really under the Go Wild umbrella brand, and so we we launched this um, product called Holler, Holler Commerce, and Holler Commerce is taking everything that we built at Go Wild from a shopping perspective and making it accessible. For other brands to use, that's where it started off, was kind of focusing on, okay, other publishers, like media organizations could use this. If they, instead of linking out to other affiliates, they could have their own shop, they can use our tech, we'll take a cut of what they make. Uh, win-win, right? And we did that. We launched it in September with Outdoors.com. You can go check that out. It's a really cool cool, uh, cool thing that we're, we're doing with that. But the, the, the other thing that I, I think our audience will care about is that for literally years since we launched this shop creators have told us and i've even had members say i wish you could build this they said i want to um support my favorite podcaster when i you know when i buy gear like could you guys build it so that when i buy gear from the hunting public's gearbox they get credit for it right and we we there was a lot of reasons that gets complicated 
Because what if they click on Bo Martonic's gearbox and then the hunting public? And then, you know, it's like all these attribution questions. Yeah, and I mean, right? we were doing stuff where we would give promo codes to a creator to use on a podcast, and then those promo codes would leak. That is know, a problem. On no. the internet, and then everyone's And then we got to change everything. it, and it's like the poor creator has to go through and update everything. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks for everybody, right? Like, there's this landscape of affiliate marketing out there, and, and the audience is familiar with this stuff. You hear guys say, like, shop, you know, Joe 10 and if you use my code, you get 10% off. And But they're getting paid out of that, right? They get a cut out of that. If they say shop my links in my bio, they get paid when, when that goes through most of the time if the affiliate links work. Um, so for, for a long time, creators have said, man, I love Gearbox. I wish I could get a cut of what I was driving, though. Like, that would be really fair to me. <clears throat> and we said that's absolutely true, but it's harder than it sounds um, for reasons I won't nerd out on. So with Holler, what we've built and what we're launching – in a couple of weeks from the date of this recording and potentially by the time you're hearing this, it might even be live. Um, but the, what we're launching is effectively like, Hey creators, you wanted this. We're now just going to give you access to our store. You create your own shop and now you get a cut of everything that's sold there. So it doesn't, you know, it's not about like what links did they click and all this <clears> stuff. It's like, no, nah, man, who we're gonna, sponsors you. Yeah. doesn't matter. None of that matters. You can set up a shop, um, you, you know, Dan Johnson is the guy that, uh, we're working with, um, one of the guys that's going to come on and, and launch a shop, uh, nine finger chronicles. So Dan's got a store. You go to Dan's store. I don't care what else you click on. You check out on Dan's store. You're going to help monetize Dan's podcast. You're going to help Dan create content. You know, you're going to help support the thing that you love by listening to Dan's show. And it's with something that you were going to buy anyways, right? That's, what's really cool about this is like, you could go buy it through a big box store that doesn't even know you exist or even care, right? Like it's like a drop in the bucket, even in the hour, or you could buy it with this creator who gets a really nice cut out of what you're doing and it's meaningful to them. You know, it's, it's helpful to them. So, uh, I'm super excited about this product because it, you know, to me, um, despite what some people in the industry are saying right now, and I think we're going to do a show about this later of, uh, some movements that are anti-influencer. I am on the other end of the spectrum where, you know, I think influencers are awesome. <clears throat> and, and if they're, you know, there's some that are bad news, right? There's always bad actors uh, that kill for the wrong reasons and, and hunt for the wrong reasons. Uh, but And we won't work with those people. We don't. But but guys that are teaching people how to do it, I, I think it's really cool. Like, I, Bo Martonic's podcast is awesome. Like we hope to get Bo, you know, kind of work. He'd be a great fit for this if he wants to. Um, but uh, you know, Eric Clark, guy that's really having conversations about just helping people find their first success on hunting and fishing. Right? It's not about like, hey, here's how you kill a 200 inch deer. It's like here's how you kill your first deer. Right? And I think that is really important for hunting culture. Um, you know, and so this gives us a chance to support those guys' content. And I, I think, you know, it's, it's really, it's, and it's, it's the, so far the creators that we were talking to love it too, because it gets them out of this world of like, if you're going to click the link in the bio, make sure you click this one over here. If you're going to buy this product, you're going to click this one over here. If you buy this product and then those links change, they got to go update all the podcasts they've ever done. Like it sucks. Yeah. And the other thing, I mean, we've, we've made friends with a bunch of these people throughout the last four or five years. Um, and we've sponsored some of the shows and done that kind of thing with them, but this is a way that we can, for the, a very long term time period, help influence their business, help support their business and more people for that matter. You know, it's like 
our our marketing budget only goes so far, but as far as the hauler commerce sharing of this margin, that can be spread across hundreds of stores that you know we're we're now partnered with and supporting. And so, I like that we are giving these people the ability to make more money, to support their shows, support their sites, make more content that we all consume and love. And it's not something that's okay. I'm just sending a check or I'm Patreon giving them money. Uh, it feels a little better when it's okay. I'm already buying this scope for my rifle. I'm going to get it here and know that it's supporting Paul and Andrew because, you know, I like what they're doing. Yeah. So. I, you know, there's this big misconception with a lot of this anti influencer conversation that's happening that these, all these influencers are making huge money. And, you know, that you're talking about an upper echelon that, you know, breaks into even six figures. Um, you're talking about the top 1%. Most guys just want to, you know, be able to have some freedom with their content, you know, have some, most of it's side hustle money, to be truthful. Like most of these guys are working um, full-time jobs. I think, doesn't Randy Newberg even still work as another job? Or, or oh, I don't know. Like it's not uncommon, right? Um, you know, even a lot of these big name influencers are still working. I, 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 say what you want about campaigns, but I know up until a couple of years ago, I think he was still working at like a, a water treatment plant or something like, you know, had a, uh, a literally normal nine to five job. And if those guys at that level are doing it, you know, the idea that, you know, you could have 30,000 Instagram followers and you're going to ride off uh, into the sunset to wallow in your piles of cash at your private deer camp. Like it's just foolish. It's just not yeah, how it works. It's not pro athlete money. No, <laughs> I mean, most of the stuff we're trying to do, you know, are I, Ideal products are going to be, you know, bear archery bows, Garmin, you know, gear, Vortex gear that's all mapped. Anywhere you go, as long as you're going to a, um, a real, real retailer, it's going to be the same two ninety nine ninety nine. You're speaking nerd. Basically what Dan's saying is that there's a price that, you know, we operate with that the brand's set. And everybody's selling at that rate. And so everyone's like, selling at that rate. So it's not like going to a big box store, you're necessarily getting a better deal. It's just who do you want to get that commission? Do you want who do Jeff you want to Bezos yeah. to, to get your money? Or do you want, you know, some podcaster that you listen to, the, to all the time? And our idea is that if you're already engaging with this podcaster, making that checkout as seamless as possible so you don't have to be like, oh, I'll have to remember to go to Go Wild later tonight or when I get home or when I get done, you know, with whatever and load the site and search for this gear. If, if, you know, we can use our tech, like we've been using our tech to embed everything, combine their merch stores, their affiliate links, you know, their shop, all of that stuff into one ecosystem. So you have your one stop shop, you know, that it's, it's going to be huge and it's going to be yeah. I game mean, changing. A lot of having a store on online was, was different. 20 years ago, right? It was an advantage. So much of this has been commoditized now to the point to where, like, I mean, I think our average shipping window is like 2.8 days, right? Like Amazon's in the same time frame um, that, that, yeah, maybe you could buy something to get it that night. But for the most part, like, we deliver super fast. You're, you're getting the same, you know, customer service. You have to put up with Dan if you reach out to customer service sometimes. Yeah, and I mean, that's kind of the um, other thing is, is – is the reason we are launching this and the reason why the launch is being so successful is we've got some real die-hard Go Wild members that are putting in constant orders with us. And I guarantee, you know, David Nowakowski jumps into mind who's been, as soon as we launch the store, he's ordering gear. And I've probably reached out to him with more bugs of, hey, something weird's happening, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. 
but those those members that were kind of willing to beta test with us as yeah. we refine our unique because we're not a, we're not a Shopify store. We're not some out of the box solution. We are custom built to <clears throat> to deliver the best customer experience for well, people and cater to the industry. Going back to like when we started doing a shop, it's not like there was anybody that's like, we have an out of the box solution that helps you show, you know, the type of fish people are catching with this product. Like right. that's not a thing. You know, we, we custom built that. And now we're rolling it forward to support your favorite creators. So I think, um, you know, we, we won't spend 30 minutes talking about the promotion of this, but from our hardcore fans who show up and listen to us talk about eating spam every week or whatever the, the dumb thing we're talking about. Um, uh, this is Brad speaking. If, if, you know, my, my asking you guys is, um, you know, if you know creators that you love and support, send them our way, man. Um, Braden Ware, who's not uh, not on the show today, I'm told Braden sounds just like me uh, on the show, apparently. <laughs> which to me, like, I hear no similarity. Yeah, but uh, some, I, I think it was Adam the other day told me that uh, on on a Go Odd log that we sounded similar. Um, which maybe that means I sound smart. You know, I'm I'm almost as intelligent as Braden. But anyways, if if you want to recommend a podcaster. Uh, reach out to Braden Ware, W-A-R-E, on, on the Go Out app. Kind of ask him, like, what, what, how can I get, you know, my favorite guy or gal using Holler? And that's awesome. We'd love to support them. Um, we're rolling this out in a beta test, which means it's uh, probably going to be a little wonky. That's what beta means. It means we're testing it out this November. We'll work out the bugs. As Dan said, you know, that's part of the process when you're starting. Um, but feeling really good about it. So I just want, we wanted to kind of hit some of the stuff going on here at the office today. Um, you know, we're really close to, you know, once we get through deer season, man, it's going to be holidays and then we're going to shot show. And, um, uh, we'll talk, speaking of shows, I'll hit this cause I always get asked where we're going. <clears throat> yeah. Um, we, we dial back our show volume this year. We're not going to do great American outdoor show, um, which I'm sad to say for some of you guys that come, uh, we, we, um, that show takes a lot, a toll on us. Um, physically 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 man i mean that's a 14 day trip for us spread it spreads our team out real thin 14 hour days literally tried to kill brad and 14 hour hour days on your feet all day getting the flu um you know coughing up blood in the shower uh it's all the things have happened i am going to miss the amish meat pockets amish meat pockets yeah um, but we won't be up in Pennsylvania, but we will be at shot show, which I know a lot of you guys, that's an industry show. So a lot of you guys won't get in. Um, we might be popping into ATA for the day, which is the archery trade show. Um, but for the most part, our focus is on, um, going to shot and being there with gun broker, man. I mean, gun is going to have, um, a podcast booth. We're going to be recording with them and, you know, really, uh, focused on no low hours for that event. And then Jacob and I kind of, and Dan, Dan will be there. We'll kind of wander off. Braden will be there. Gosh, we got a lot of people going. It's going to be good. <clears throat> we're going to have some, I don't want to name drop anyone, but we're going to have some special guests. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Don't name drop anybody yet. <clears throat> somebody's going to flake. So, yeah. uh, that's, that's what happens. But there's there. some good stuff in the pipeline. Yeah. Plenty of that. If we just get half, we'll be good. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, if you're going to log this show, it is Jacob Knight, Dan Hood, and Brad Luttrell on here. If you want to give us a tag and tell us uh, if you like spam. Do you like spam? Do you like spam? You know, we were just How laughing today. How do you like your spam? So you, you, sometimes you guys log these shows so, like, months behind, and we don't remember what dumb stuff we said. Someone tagged Dan today and said, my God, Dan, I would have died if that happened to me. <laughs> and Dan's like, I don't even remember what I did. And then I re, re it was the episode where I almost uh, fell out of a tree. Yeah. And uh, Which is so then episode. I relived it and then had PTSD. Yeah. I was so, like, Oh no, I'm feeling that 
it's bringing back all these bad memories. Yeah, so, so if you're watching uh, a short or something, you saw Dan twitching, that's what's going on. But all right, guys, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. See you. Thanks, Gunbroker.